You are now tuned in to Greater Life Podcast with your host, Ivan. Welcome to Greater Life. Um, I'm here sitting down with my boy, longtime friend, Felix. Can I say it? Yeah. That's a serial kid. <laughs> um, a couple of football guys would probably appreciate that from high school. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, he's a longtime friend, a good guy, a standout person, committed to his family, hard worker. Uh, I don't know anything else you wanted me to add about you, because I mean, I mean, I think I think your questions will sum it up. Um, what you have prepared for for the show, so I know to start off, commend you with what you're doing. Um, this Thank is you. huge, man. Like, I'll be honest with you. Like, I thought about doing something like this, but my bandwidth will not allow me to do that. So, <laughs> I commend you for doing this, and I. I, I wanted, you know, I'm, I'm glad you asked me to participate because it feels like I'm in it with you, you know? Yeah. And I hope that this becomes a huge success for you. I appreciate for that. Real. Yeah, man. I, honestly, I, I think, you know, one of the things <clears throat> I want to do with this platform is I want to get a lot of the people I grew up with um, involved. Uh, I think it's it's not so much, so, right, I, I, I mentioned it on episode zero, uh, the intro of this whole podcast. You know, I want to start off where... You know, it's a podcast platform, and I've seen you do it uh, where you give back. You know, you've done book bag drives for schools and stuff, and I love that stuff, and I've always wanted to do it. So now, hopefully within the year, I'll be able to start my nonprofit, and everybody that I get to interview or anybody who comes on as a guest, those are people I would love to connect with and have and build a team where the nonprofit works off of everybody you know, as, as, as friends, as my family, right? You right. can get your family involved or whoever, but it'll bring out and make a big community that's helping in the, in the, in the, um, nonprofit organization. Yeah. So, you know, and it's not just obviously, you know, you give back to, to schools with book bags. I want to be, I mean, that'd be another topic that we talk about one day, but yeah. it's, it's a lot. And I think, you know, starting off with a platform like this, I think it's great because it, it could get people engaged and, um, yeah, yeah man. I mean it's just a good way to get engagement from people. You you already accomplished the hardest thing to do, which is start. You know, <laughs> we, yeah. starting is is literally the hardest. Like, because we are like our own like demon. Like we we tend to like not like set these obstacles in front of ourselves, right? These roadblocks that we just create in our head. And then we don't uh, we don't take the next step because we're afraid yeah. or you're afraid of the unknown. And you doing this and already getting, you know, this, whatever this is, your third or your fifth podcast, it's like, you know, it's, it's already, you're already ahead of the game. Yeah. So keep it up, man. Yeah, man. I appreciate that. I mean, it's, it was tough to get that first episode out. Even like, I, I had it, I had it in my back pocket for months, man. And I was just like, oh, I'm gonna hold on to it. It had to be perfect, it. right? Yeah, it was too. And I was like, you know what? I woke up that one day and I was just like, you know what? I got to do it. Funny fact. Andy Mignol, a lot of people don't know of Andy Mignol. He's one of my favorite artists out there. Um, he dropped a song called It Could Be Worse. And literally, I heard that night, that song, At Midnight. The next morning, I woke up listening to it, amped up, and I was like, you know what? I'm putting it out. <laughs> so, I, I like, it just went off of a feeling, off of a vibe with listening to his song and music. And I was like, you know what? Things could be worse, and me putting out episode zero the intro let me just put it out because it could be worse and it's okay because this is just going to show my journey of growth right so i was like you know what let me just put it out there and that's honestly one of the reasons why i was like yo i gotta just get it out there <laughs> nah, good for you man but yes. uh 
Yeah, man. So tell me a little bit about yourself, bro. Like, you know, background, nationality. I know I've known you for, for quite some time, but, you know, for the audience, for, for everybody who's listening and tuning in, they can kind of get a good sense of who you are and yeah. where you come from. Because a lot of us in this area are immigrants. Yeah, so definitely. that's another thing real quick. I want to be able to interview all of us around this area because we're immigrants, you know? Yeah. Shout out to Latinx, but go ahead, bro. <laughs> do, do you. So, yeah, man, like you said, I'm a uh, first generation. Um, you know, my mother came from Ecuador um, back in the like late 80s. My father came from Cuba. So um, I know I have some Italian descent in, in there because of my last name, Cesario. But, um, yeah, my mother, my dad, hard workers, you know, came here and literally had to grind to to put uh to put all of us through school and and my sisters and and to be honest like my I think one of my greatest not my greatest but my mother's greatest accomplishments was to bring all my sisters here Facts. and actually my mother you know she passed away this year yeah. and uh she literally got to see all her daughters in the US before she passed so I think you know for her it was like wow like I filled my my quest you yeah, know Yeah that was her purpose her 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 kind of like her goal yeah yeah and she and she did it man and you know what like <clears throat> she didn't work she wasn't an entrepreneur she wasn't but a lot of people loved her and she really she was a beautiful and good woman i, I remember her you know passing by her in the building in the elevators yeah. hey you know always, always with your sister and, and happy smiling and, and right. just you know uh one thing i i want to just add to that too is i you know my mother, right, she came from Peru, and, and although she's, again, like your mom, like, I don't think people's lives um, or journeys have to determine success all the time. Right. I think it's what they do, right? In, in this case, your mom came to the U.S. and brought her whole family over. Like, that was right. her journey. That was her purpose, her, right. like, want, right? For my mom, I don't really know what my mother's was. Um, you know, I'm thankful that, you know, she's, she, she's in a good place right now, and tired but raising I, I always say you know raising uh me and my two sisters as a single parent um i think that was her accomplishment i think that was her kind of purpose to guide us and and even part of like what i want to do now like with this podcast platform mm -hmm. and the nonprofit, all brings me back to who she is yeah because she's always been such a beautiful person with people and that's what i get off of her i think yeah. Like, that's who okay. I am. Like, I'm her in the sense of, like, I love to talk to people and help them out and whatever the case is. And just going back to you speaking on your mom, like, I, I think that that's, that's beautiful. Um, and the message out there is for people to understand that sometimes it's not about the success. It's just you, you doing what you want right. to do for, for your family. And, and you know, that's yeah. it, I guess. Like, <laughs> I, I agree with you a thousand percent. You know, it's uh, um, success is different for everyone, you know, Um for some people it's fame for some people it's um be gram you know be famous on the gram like for some people it's helping out you know someone from the floor and just like giving you know taking off your shirt and giving it off to someone else yeah. like literally could not be that big can't be too small is really what makes you fulfilled at the end of the day um and i think that's the true definition of success hashtag that's greater life <laughs> <laughs> Um, nah, yeah, bro. Uh, 100%. 100% couldn't, like, not agree with you. And, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> so let's talk about a little bit um, about the spot, right? Um, <laughs> the spot mix grill. The spot mix grill. And 
what made you come up with the idea and opening up? And I love the fact that you put it in one of the best locations, the first location, which is right across the street from where we all went to high school. Most of us went to high school. Um, you know, having that landmark real quick, right before you get into it, I was talking to a couple of friends the other day and we were talking about Sweet Tooth. Yeah. And we're man. like, oh man, we miss Sweet Tooth, right? <laughs> but the spot can be this new Sweet Tooth to the new generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So man. tell me about it, man. I, I know you, you know, t- I, yeah, tell no, me about the, it. Tell first me about of it. all, though, Sweet Tooth is those are some big shoes to fill, man. Nah, it could like, be Sweet Tooth though. <laughs> nah, I hear, I hear you, I hear you. <laughs> but but you can't be two dollars, two dollars sandwich and drink like that. Is, that was a, a steak sandwich. You couldn't. That was a that was a different time, man. Um, but it was uh, great memories, you know, as, as you definitely explained. Um, so the spot, I mean, the spot, you know, started off with honestly like kind of like a joke between me and Manny. Like it was like. Um, an opportunity arose, you know, Manny was considering, um, you know, taking a different route in his career. And, uh, before he, he took that jump, I asked him, I said, listen, an opportunity arose. What do you think about giving this an opportunity before you do this other thing? And, and I'm sure maybe one day you'll have a conversation with Manny. So I'll let him uh, talk about those details, you know at that time but anyways um he ended up saying yeah let's do it and i was like are you serious like i'm i'm really like i want to do this are you in it to win it yeah and he's like i'm not joking i'm i'm in it to win it you know and i was like all right so literally i was over his house we were having some drinks um my wife was hanging out with his wife you know and we were just having we were i think watching a game actually and uh, we decided to open the spot. And then, you know, a few months later, the Spot Mix Grill came about. Um, and then for us, it's huge because the spot is that, right? It's that stepping stone for us to, to the greater, to, to the things we've been able to do, like um, give back to scholarship funds for students at Memorial. Um, we've done, you know, uh, we did like a Halloween drive, like a trunk or treat for the kids, Awesome. Um, we we do a lot with the town. I mean, even now, I'm proud to say we were we have a little league team. The spot. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> yeah man. A, oh man, I didn't even know that. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, we man. have a little league team. You that know? is amazing. So uh, yeah, it's um, you know, do I they get I, free food after they win. <laughs> yeah, they can come through the spot. <laughs> they get, we we give discounts to cops, you know, nurses, firefighters, any civil servant we give a discount yeah. to teachers That's are included cool. um we we try to take care of the community uh first and and foremost you know yeah, yeah. nah that's that's dope um <clears throat> were any of y'all chefs like go to school for that or <clears throat> no so i so the backgrounds is, is funny um manny loves to cook that he, he that's yeah. just what he loves I, i've to actually do. seen him at work like like enjoying it listening to his music and just flipping with a smile on his face <laughs> yeah, yeah, i'm like yeah. yo this is like for him <laughs> yeah yeah he 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 loves he loves he loves it um he didn't like go to culinary school or anything like that but he just loves even before the spot came about we would go to his crib and have cookouts and he just loved to cook my experience was more on the restaurant end because i worked in red lobster while i was oh, I paying my that. way yeah, through yeah. college right and i worked in red lobster for a long time as a matter of fact i um after i graduated with my engineering degree from ngit um 
I ended up going back to Red Lobster and working both jobs because of, I missed it. Oh, you know? Snap. Yeah. So it was like, it was crazy. I worked two jobs for like almost two years after I graduated with my engineering degree. And it was great. It was a great experience, you know, created a family um, with the Red Lobster crew, the 6314. Hey, 6314, <laughs> if you're out there listening, <laughs> he shouted you out. <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, it's, um, it, honestly, I feel like in life, you, things come your way or you meet people for a reason. Yes. And, and it, it, it's really like the camaraderie that you create in order for a greater good. You know? I, I totally I totally agree with that. I think there's there's as weird as it may sound or, or be for certain people. You know, people walk into your life and so and most times they're like not that you're using them. Right. Because it's not that you're using them. Let me get that out there. Like it's not that you're using them, but they are put in your path to help you or befriend you and and almost make a change in your life as much as you're making a change on their life. Like, and, and example, it could be just opening up the spot. Right. Uh, I think all the people that I've met and, and I'll use myself as an example, um, throughout my whole life, you know, I went to a lot of different schools. I've made a lot of connections. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been able to speak to a lot of people at different moments, reach out to them or they reach out to me. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, on this podcast, I have a ton of people that are guests and I can't say that if I would have not been in Hudson Catholic or went to school in Hoboken, um, I wouldn't have as many people will like, you get me like willing to be on guests or, or have my back and, and stuff like that. So in the sense, yeah, you know, it, it's a great thing to be able to have all these people step into your life through all this walk, like through this walk of life, you know, like right. it, it's, it's definitely purposeful. For some people, and I think people got to keep your eyes out for that, you know, and, and see, um, you know, who those people are, because they they, yeah. they bring great things most times, you know, for no, definitely. you. And it doesn't have to be success. It could be just for you internal, too, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, I have a lot of friends that are like that, that make me a better person because they're a better person than I am. Stuff, right. So. It's always good to have, be around people that, uh, that just kind of like upgrade you, you know, yeah. just make you better. A hundred percent. Motivation is is always great. Yeah. So how how do you manage your day and business like the spot like what what how do you manage both? Because obviously like yeah, you have yeah. your day job and and obviously this is your side business. Um, yeah. So um, it's tough. Um, you know, I tried to at the end of the day you want to avoid conflict of interest. So you know. Um, I get paid by my employer to work with them and give them 100% of my time. But on my time off, whether it's early in the morning where I'm waking up at like 5 a.m. to just get some stuff done, or if I'm working after hours, that's all for the spot. Yeah. So I try to, honestly, it's just being about, it's all, it's all about being organized. That's how I manage it. Yeah. Um, it's 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 tough uh, to do both, you know. And in, in this day and age, you, there's a lot of you know a lot of people have multiple jobs. It's yeah, not, no, it's, it's not it's, just one dimensional anymore. You it's know, it's tough. I mean, I I I try to manage both, and and it's tough. That's why, like, I commend a lot of people, like you, um, a couple of guests that I'm going to speak to. Like, they a lot of the you know guests that we're going to have have their day job, but they have their side hustle, and they love their side hustle. Like that's their ba- passion. Right. But they make it work, and I'm just like, yo, how do they do this? But like you said, organization is key. 
uh, something I definitely need to work on. But um, yeah, t- keep going, keep going, man. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. I mean, it's pretty much that. Like once you organize yourself, you'll you're setting yourself up for success. You know. Yeah. Um, have you have you faced any challenges? Like any crazy challenges <clears throat> that you can feel or say? Uh, I mean, COVID. You know. Oh, that's a good challenge. Yeah. yeah how co- was that? COVID was. You guys a- did a good job though. We we try to manage. Um, we definitely had a rough time in the beginning of COVID, mainly because you know um, we deal with food and you know we had to be super super like like uh, critical on the cleanliness. You know, wearing the masks, wearing gloves at all times, and it was it was a crazy time. Um, you know, just. Uh, and literally around COVID is is when my daughter was born. Oh. So it's like, you know, now I'm working full-time job, have the spot. And another full-time um, job with your mom, my, with your daughter. Yeah, full-time job with my daughter and my wife. And then, like, and then at the same time, it's like, now we're dealing with COVID. Yeah. So um, we, we, luckily for us, you know, we're a takeout business, delivery. So, um it it didn't affect us that much like that means did you, people had to close down you know oh no for sure did did you guys already have the second location open we did wow. yeah wow. so, so second you had location, two locations and that was what the challenge was so western york is is our like like pedestal like yeah. that's like our foundation but union city was just open so the pandemic was what march of 2020 we just opened in 2019 wow. so it was still so a fresh like business a, yeah, didn't yeah. people didn't really know about it so um it it was it was tough though, but we we made it through, man. And you know we paved our way, and we're we're doing much better now. Yeah, that's what's up, man. You know, Coke. I I couldn't imagine having a business and COVID hitting like happening and and not knowing what to do. <laughs> I mean, I could only imagine what you and Manny went through. But all in all, I'm glad that you guys were able to survive. Obviously, right. You know, the business was able to survive and strive with mm-hmm. deliveries and, uh, you know. That that's that's always commending and and nice to see. Good things yeah. happen to good people, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Um, Definitely but, blessed, man. We, who, we no, we, yeah. I mean, don't, listen. There, there's a lot of times that people don't realize their blessings and and you know they're not as grateful for things that they have. Like I, I try to always keep in my mind like the littlest things. I always want to be grateful and I feel like I'm blessed for it. But having two businesses that that made it through COVID. Yeah. That's a blessing, you know, and, and to be very grateful and appreciative, I'm sure you guys are, and, and you know, that, that's big time. And, and right, am I right or wrong? Is there another location coming on? <laughs> and, is, are we not allowed to disclose that? No, no, no. I mean, listen, it, it's, it's, I mean, it's I, I, in... I speak to Manny sometimes. We bump, it, I, so I live right around the corner from the spot number two <laughs> in Union City, and sometimes I park my car. And I'm walking, and I see him in his uh, four by four, yeah, yeah, like yeah, he yeah. got food in the back, and I'm like, he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm taking it to the spot right now. I'm yeah. like, oh snap! So we, we stopped in, and you know, we've yeah, chatted and in. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Am I allowed to say that? Listen, on here? man, no doubt. Yeah, like spot three is always in the work. Uh, it's always in the conversation. Yeah. You know, um, our biggest challenge right now is finding people. To be honest, like, like to work. We, yeah. Yeah. We would have had a, a spot three, I think, already, maybe in the works already right now. But it's just hey, any any cooks out there, anybody that <laughs> needs a job, uh, the spot, 
Hit up Felix and Manny. We'll get their info later for y'all. But no, that that ass like yeah. This is an, a job opportunity. You know, not only is he trying to help somebody get a job, but you guys are helping him and his journey and open up his third location. So well, yeah, and listen, it, it, at the end of the day, it's not about helping me. It's about uh, like the culture at the spot is is about you know in unity there's strength. Like I kind of like one hundred percent. That's exactly how how know, it should be. Yeah, and and ultimately like. If I'm successful, my my employees are successful, right? And whoever's interested in entrepreneurship or wants to be able to have a solid um, a, a solid job and then also be, have the flexibility to do other things on the side because, you know, I I'm an example of that, you know. So yeah. I'm not gonna like I'm gonna only inf- like reinforce that same type of like lifestyle. Yeah, you know, so and I'm gonna win to encourage it. So I always tell people that work that want to work at the spot is like, you're joining a family that's looking to grow and expand, and you can be part of that family. Yeah, you know, and it's it's all it's it's in everyone's <laughs> best interest to just grow together. Uh, question: Do you guys just I mean randomly, right? Do you guys um have kids from high school like work for you or no? Yeah, have you thought about it? <clears throat> no, do no, you? we do, we do. Oh, that's we, dope. We, yeah. we got. We, and I like City? that. I think that's awesome because I think, I mean, I, I was in sports all year round, pretty much it felt like in high, in high school. Mm-hmm. But, you know, being that you're across the street from the high school, you're across the street from a nice middle school or, or big school here, the high school's not that far in Union City as well. Mm-hmm. But having kids say, hey, you know, I can work at the spot. Um, you know, they're making some chump change. I remember having to work just because I wanted to go to prom and have a, a nice suit for prom too. Yeah. So I had to work to pay for prom. I had to work to have a suit for prom, uh, to pay for the limo. I think yeah, we took a limo. So every you know, there's times you're like, yo, I need a job. Yeah, Boom. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you do have yeah. Kids. So we we, awesome. we definitely have kids. Um, we promote education. You know, um, with someone that went through college being myself, Manny that went to NJIT as well. We promote um, education. So we try to work with kids. You know. We close at eight, so it's reasonable hours. Yeah. They can go home, do homework. Um, we don't start them till four, so even if they get out like two forty-five, they have some time in between. And uh, yeah, we we try to we try to work with kids because at least for the front of the house. Yeah, no, our, yeah, our cooks are a little cooks, more. You gotta be if you're a cook, you gotta be more. Yeah, like, you're a little more solid. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you can't um, have a, a kid fooling around with back there. God forbid. <laughs> yeah, it just they just wouldn't put enough time but, to, yeah, to master yeah. the craft. Exactly. They, they'll be like, ah, whatever, flipping burgers. Uh, yeah, yeah, nah, yeah, nah. yeah. I've seen I've seen Manny. <laughs> putting yo he's a master at that craft like I've seen all him our do it. cooks are like, on point yo. at the spot man they are they are i just i'm only saying manny right now because no no the times i've gone is when manny's there <laughs> and i'm like and i tell manny tom like every time i come here i always see you cooking but yeah. i know the other cooks i've seen the other cooks there too and they, they do a phenomenal job as well thanks man um so so who are your biggest supporters would you say right now like who's who's been on your back, supporting you and, and Manny. Well, not you don't have to tell me Manny because I mean Manny's one of your supporters. You're supporting him. Yeah, but who supports yeah, yeah. you? Family, friends. I mean, my wife, man. My wife's my definitely my number one supporter. Uh, my daughter is my motivation. Um, but yeah, I would say you know, definitely my wife. She's been with you know we've been together over ten years. Um, she's been. You know, she knows me before the business. She knows me before the engineering degree, and what I do um, in general as 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 a full time job. Um, it's funny when this this question came up when you you know reviewing it. I uh, 
people you ever watched um what is it called uh how i how i met your mother yeah 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 i like that show yeah yeah so uh barney yeah no no one knows like what barney does, does. yeah I, well that's like me and like my <laughs> circle of friends like no one knows what i do they're like yeah this guy does stuff we just don't know what it is <laughs> you're the barney yeah 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 <laughs> so i can um, see that because you, you you're suited up too yeah. <laughs> you're always like i've seen you suited up and stuff i'm like oh, this guy's what does he do yeah. yeah 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 so it's um so yeah man to go back to and why i'm bringing this up is my wife knows me from like being in like slacks and like a button down working at relapse to wearing suits now and like going to job sites in new york city you know so i've i've done some pretty big things um in new york uh like i did the javits center nice <clears throat> uh, especially during covid I was the one kind of responsible for bringing up their emergency power system during the pandemic to give them a housing for uh, the surplus of of patients. Um, I just finished up this project called Deutsche Bank, which is a brand new headquarters in, uh, uh, what is it, Columbus Circle. And then right now I'm doing the New York Stock Exchange. So it's like, you know, what I do is like, I'm basically an engineer who project manages um, emergency power systems. Wow. Right. And New York City is like my playground. Of course. That's where I do all my work. Then besides that, you know, the spot. So you can imagine my bandwidth is very limited. And any any time I have is for my daughter. Of course. But my wife finds a way to find time for us, you know. And, you know, we went to Aruba not too long ago and it was freaking awesome. Yeah. You know, and we went with my daughter who was only like a year and change, you know, but... It's funny because people over there were like, oh, my God, like, you travel with your kid? Yeah, And yeah. I was like, yeah, like, at the end of the day, you know what? We went through a pandemic with no support because, yeah. you know what? Her mother couldn't fly in. You know, at the time, my mother, I wasn't going to put that on my mom right. or any of my my siblings. Um, so it was like we were kind of alone. So it's like now it's like we've created like, you know, we'll travel with her. We'll do whatever yeah. it is with her. I, I think that you know? ma- that's made you guys stronger, too. Oh, I'm no sure, doubt. No right? doubt. Because being able, having to rely on just your, your significant other, right? Your wife. Right. Um, I have a daughter of my own and it, it's tough. Uh, you know, not I, I don't want like we have support. Right. But I at the same time, I feel like we don't have support, like very similar to what you're you're saying, you know, at, at one point. You know, when I think of things like, you know, my daughter has aunts nearby, but it's not like, hey, can can you watch her for a couple of hours while we go do this? You yeah. know, or I'll go do this. You know, right, like I right. can't. My mom lives 45 minutes away. My close my closest sibling lives 45 minutes away. So I don't really have any siblings so or mom tough. nearby. My father lives in DR. Um, you know, my brother in Connecticut, my other sisters in, in the Bronx. So it's kind of like far. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, sometimes you don't have people to rely on. And and I think it it'll only build, you know, that relationship that you have with your wife. Uh, it'll make it a lot stronger. Um, you know, I'm lucky that I have you know a partner now, mm-hmm. and with her, like she's very supportive and she can help me out with stuff. And and mm-hmm. I, I would I would say even in this relationship, right, like it's made things even stronger for the two of us. Even though that's not her, like right, that's not her daughter. But it's just the, right, the right, fact right. that hey, I can lean on somebody to talk to about something or. You know, whatever it is. So, of course. so having support is tough, man. No, no. Especially yeah. having a having a, a a daughter or like having your own family is tough. It's it's definitely, you know. But yeah, man, just, people gotta understand. Travel with your kids. 
you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I'm sorry. Like, I, I, I know, look, there's chips for no kids and there's chips for kids. Yeah, Aruba, yeah, yeah. yeah take them, take a kid. Yeah. Like, you're gonna be chilling at the beach. Man, and, we were and afraid relaxing. of, we were afraid of that trip because we were like, yo, how is she gonna do on a four and a half hour flight? And honestly, she was good. There was this one time where she was teething, and <laughs> I remember carrying her, and even the the steward um, lady was like, hey, like coming to like the cockpit like their area so we went in there and i remember holding my daughter and i'm just like she's crying because she's teething and um i'm like it felt like forever i honestly it felt like it was like an hour and a half so then i finally you know she settled down i come back to sit down and my wife's like how long you think you've been over there (laughs) and i'm like i don't know like an hour an hour and a half she's like 15 minutes wow but like that's how it felt because you know the pressure of the people like oh my god like Like, shut the baby up yeah 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 like people don't understand it like yeah yeah and then no there's also people there's other people (laughs) that were like no listen she was great yeah like even after like oh she was great like i love those people yeah yeah, you know like honestly like i bumped into people in airports like recently even like and and just seeing how they interact with others when i went to hawaii i sat down next to like Mm -hmm. this young boy Mm-hmm. And somebody else who wasn't even like the parent. Yeah. And he was on his iPad, and I struck a conversation with little man. I was like, "Yo, let me just keep him yeah, yeah. content, <laughs> like even like for a little bit." But he behaved so well, and even the lady that was sitting next, like, so he was in between two of us, mm-hmm. and like we complimented the mom. We're like, you know, he was a good, like he he was amazing on this trip. You know, there's kids that are kicked maybe the chair or very uncomfortable right. and whatnot. And I just want to say I love when people random strangers give compliments to to young parents or right. just other people or whatever you know it's it's kind of like ah oh, thank you like yeah, you know, yeah. I, I i needed that maybe because yeah it's like i was having a tough time but you just made things better saying she was good like you're good you got we, this, we need more of that man yeah out, out there we, we need more compliments than you know you always hear the negative feedback you, like you know you know what it is and and uh i've noticed this at my workplace uh, mm-hmm. i won't say the location uh, a lot of people judge people, man. Instead of like maybe giving a nice compliment, like people give nice compliments at, at, at in my in workplaces that I've been at, right? They give those nice compliments, but then there's like that other side of them where they're like rude and and judge what people are wearing, and I'm just like, bro, like you just gave somebody a nice compliment of whatever it is, and they look like they're wearing the same thing, but now you're gonna be different and 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 you know judge somebody for wearing a pair of whatever and it just irks me because it's like not to get sidetracked or nothing like that it's just more of we need people to show love in many ways whether it's just a compliment or oh let me help you with this right or Mm -hmm. whatever it is uh because it's needed it's just it's just needed out there uh that that story i was about to get into really irks me just because you know we don't ever know um, if what that person is going through, and if right. and if what they're wearing is what they're wearing, is because that's all they could afford, you know. Yep. Uh, and that's I think where for me it's a kind of like, oh come on, people, like you know, come on guys, don't don't do that. But you know, to each his own. Everybody has their own way of doing things. I just hope that one day, you know, we can all just kind of think twice of where we came from. Uh, before you judge somebody, or think of what your parents went through to get here to the U.S. You know, and what they probably look like when they got here. Yeah. You know, um, people need to just really kind of dig deep sometimes and remember. It's not easy. No, nah, no. Nah. Because I've caught myself do it too. I've, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, 
my like where I'm at now today as a person to maybe what I was even two three years ago way different even yeah. a year ago different but I've caught myself and I've I've instilled like now remember where you're from you know you came from this right and anyway you know <laughs> that was uh, to your point spread love <laughs> yeah man you gotta spread it um, so that's dope man your wife biggest supporter yeah that's, yeah, that's yeah. awesome that's that's a uh, shout out to wifey. <laughs> um so what what has inspired or motivated you to accomplish what you already have right so what what were those inspirations i know your daughter was one of your inspirations um that you mentioned or, or your motivations but what else would you say or is that just it no i think um the struggle man um you know like memorial you know has left great memories memorial high school has left great memories in uh in my life yeah. but um there's a lot of things that I learned um, from coming from a low-income community. Um, you know, like I said before, I, I graduated from NJIT. But when I went into NJIT, just to put in perspective, like, I was a National Honor Society student. Yeah, I remember. You know? And when I went to NJIT, I remember taking the placement exam and coming out of there, like, scratching my head, like, what just happened? Like, what did I just, like... I failed this. Yeah. I, I know for a fact that I didn't know what the heck I was doing. Meanwhile, the literally kids right next to me are walking out, cheering, and like, oh, that man, that calculus was easy. <laughs> and it's like, that, that was calculus? <laughs> like, it was an algebra? Like, <laughs> like just like, seriously, like, like, you know, so I got put in like remedial, like starter, like, you know, so National Honor Society in high school, remedial in, at a university. Which was great. Right. Best thing that could have happened to me, you know, because I ended up learning the foundation of mathematics and really kind of one of the core um, subjects in engineering. And um, so that struggle is what inspired me. You know, it's like I had to work twice as hard. I had to overcome adversity, you know, um, where the privilege bunch, you know, and it's not their fault or anything. No, like that. no, I'm not it's saying not, it. It's, not. it's just like it's not. It's it's not their fault at all. Uh, no, no, no. And and I'm not. Yeah. And I and I just want to call that out because at the end of the day, like they just had better resources yes, than we did. Yes. Right. I, I had a conversation like that. <clears throat> just I can't remember if it was with my brother-in-law or I don't remember who, but we spoke about, you know, or it could have even I don't even know who it was, but they went to college. Right. And when they got to college, they realized, holy shit. Like I didn't learn what these people learned right with their in their high schools and and stuff like that and it and it puts a lot of things into perspective yeah you know and and in your in your scenario like your struggle that you said you just you kind of went through like it it's it's inspired you and motivated you but you can continue what you were leaving. yeah so so no no and and I I like your feedback you know because we kind of share the same stories just in different scenarios yeah I didn't and... go to NJIT I didn't go to college <laughs> <laughs> that's the other side of the spectrum <laughs> but uh but similar you know no, uh, no, journeys yeah. but uh like it, so for for me it was like that struggle made me realize like you know what can I do once I'm done here you know I could either be just get my engineering degree keep my head down and just keep moving forward or get my engineering degree, do something I love, and then do something in addition to that, which is like being an entrepreneur, right? And helping out my community. Yeah. Not just West New York, you know, Union City, any community any, I Hudson touch. Hudson County, anybody. Any, it any, yeah, 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 it doesn't yeah. matter. It's, it's about like as Latinos, like 
helping each other out for a greater good. 100%. You know? And I feel like we don't do a lot of that. We don't. As Latinos, we, we there's a lot of like envy. I think I think as 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 Latinos like it, you know not, and not everyone. You know what just, I'm going to say like real quick, I, I don't mean to interrupt you. I think what it is with the Latinos and I could be wrong, this is just my opinion. It's like Latinos are Colombian, Ecuadorian, Peruvian, mm-hmm. Argentinian, right? We're talking about South America. Yeah. We're even talking about Mexico, like Central America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like it's so like, oh no, el es colombiano or el, like whatever. Like it, it's almost like they separate their their countries we, from one we another. Do, we do it's it like ourselves. there's beef between everyone. <laughs> we do it to ourselves. Like I, I, I say it all the time. Like and I say it jokingly, but at the same time, it's the truth. Peruvian ceviche, I'm going to say it right now, is the best ceviche <laughs> in the world. I don't care what any Ecuadorian says to me. But just as simple as that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah, talking yeah. about ceviche, and we're saying, nah, my, my ceviche is better than the other. But we're, at the end of the day, Latinos, we're Hispanic. Yeah. And we should be able to help each other come together as a community and help other Latinos out. <clears throat> um, right. That, this whole Latinx culture right now, this whole Latinx movement, it's a big movement for the U.S., it's a big movement, I think, for this area, mm-hmm. especially here in the Hudson County area. Like we have, uh, I think, ninety nine point nine percent is a Latino environment in here. Like right. Every, any well, not every city because you can't say Jersey City or you know whatnot. But for the most part, I'll take that back to ninety nine point nine percent. You could be the math guy. You're the math guy. You tell me what the percentage is, but nah. Um, at the end of the day, yeah, one hundred percent. Just. Picking back off what you said, we need to be better Latinos and Hispanics and help each other out. And it starts from school. Yeah. It starts from a well, early, an early age <clears throat> to talk to kids. You know, part of this, again, I don't mean to, you know, change. No, sports, no, no, but, no. Go ahead. You know, this podcast, uh, one of the things I want to do is I, I, I would love for eventually kids to listen to this, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or you know, kids that are in high school, maybe, or in college. And the reason for that is because I want them to hear stories like from you, right? You went to NJIT. You know, this is what you're doing. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to interview, hopefully, one of my friends uh, who's a doctor mm-hmm. that grew up in the West New York, went to Memorial High School, graduated from there. He was an all-star, like an all-American athlete. <laughs> like, you know, this is, these are stories from within our community of people who've made it right right out of where they the resources we've had yeah, right? yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. have the greatest resources but that doesn't mean that it stops there it means the struggle you had you fought you were like nah i want this yeah and you went you motivated yourself and you're like i want to have the same thing that these people have <clears throat> you know and that in itself if if us latino or us people can help have you know Young adults listen to this or just young adults listen to our own stories or other stories and, and not be as hard-headed as we are were because we were all hard-headed at that yeah. age. But um, it's important. Definitely, it's, man. It's important. I think, I think high school is really important. It's... It, like, and, and I think, not to get off subject, but I feel like cha- subjects need to change mm-hmm. in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They and need th- to th- change. There's definitely a movement about that. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's all about the mindset, man. Um. You know, um, one thing that I think in general that needs to change is, um, you know, schools create a curriculum for mm-hmm. students, right? And you literally, if you think about this, I'm about to blow your mind, dude. Like, if you're from kindergarten all the way up to a senior, right? You literally are told what time you report to school, yeah. what time you take a subject, and what time you're dismissed, yeah. right? 
once you graduate and you go to college is where why a lot of the weeding out process is in college because you don't have that structure anymore no one's telling you to report to class yeah no one's telling you holding your hand basically so and then when you graduate from college it's like a free-for-all mm-hmm. it's like what i do next yeah. you know and people i think it does something in in our minds where it's like you're afraid like yeah. oh like i'm done like no i'm gonna get a master's now because i don't know what else to do you know i've so, seen a lot of people do that yeah so it's like you know and then what are you doing you're just accumulating all this debt right not doing it the smart way having your employer pay for your master's degree right instead you're paying for it now you're getting a master's but now you're two hundred thousand dollars in the hole and then which is going to take you basically 15 years to pay off which already is putting you at a disadvantage yeah you know, so, yeah, at the end of the day, man, it, you know, as Latinos, just to kind of put the cherry on top on, on that is uh, we need to start focusing on on, the, on what matters, you know, having the newest 2021 car or rocking the best Jordans isn't, doesn't do oh. it doesn't impress anyone. Yeah. What, the next episode, other than that person, the next episode is <laughs> going to be about culture and and. Oh yeah, you you gotta listen to that. Just just listening to what you said, it's like people are so they're so enamored and and like want to have the best things out there. Yeah. And just on my Utah trip, I met this old man and his wife, and I I put it on my IG the other day. I just quoted it as, and he was like, you know, life is not about what you have. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said it's about the experience. You know, so right. I changed it now. I said, yeah, it's about the experience you live, right? It's the journey. To me, it's about the journey you live, the mm-hmm. experience you so live, about things what that you, you do. see and what you do, right? right. Um, and it was so, I swear, it, it was like, it, it hit on the point because on my way to Utah, mm-hmm. in the airplane, I took out my notes and I was writing in it and I was just like, you know, I always write mental notes there for myself and just thoughts and stuff. And I was talking about how, you know, people need to change their mindset on, you know, culture, right? Oh, I, I got the flyest kicks. Like, all these things are not going to matter when you're older. <laughs> no. You know? Um, why not hear, like, yo, I mean, how's I'm getting... How's your 401k? Yeah, I was about to say, how's your 401k looking, you know? <laughs> um, you know, how, obviously, right? Yo, I, I don't know. It's just, there's things that, again, I'm not going to get into it so much because the next episode, yeah, I'm, going, yeah. I'm diving right in there with, with Mitch. But um, culture, bro. Our Latino culture is is definitely got to shift and and change their mindsets. Not just Latino. I think it's everyone. It's just a culture. It's just a generation. It's just you know. What yeah. It is. I mean, rocking, we, we, look, bro. For us, I, I I I'll be honest. Us in high school, we rocked long tees, baggy jeans, and Air Forces. Yeah. Or Jordans, if you had the money, Jordans. Yeah. Right. Um. I mean, the tees were five. The tees were five dollars. <laughs> I've seen I've seen kids today when I'm driving home from work or on my days off or whatever in high school, and they got the flyest kicks, the flyest tees, and I'm just like Diablo. Their parents <laughs> must be making a hell of a living to be, you know. You'll be surprised, and man. And it's like, I don't know, man. But Again, that's that. Uh, but hold on, <laughs> that's that unconditional love too, man. The parents. Yeah. Like they they work their butts off, man, to get their it kids is, the best true. things. You know why? Because they. It, that's the argument to that, right? It's like you know. It's like you know what? I I grew up not having the best, so my so kids gonna have ha- yeah, my kids gonna yeah. have the best. But you're doing damage to that kid because you know what? You me I, me you growing are. up, dude, I used to bring in straight A's, bro. Straight up, my father. 
Like, re- rest in peace, bro. I used to bring him straight A's, and I would tell him, dude, you said bring straight A's, I got a PlayStation. He's like, listen, we can't do it. And obviously, I would kick and scream, wasn't happy. It got to the point that I literally had no expectation. I still brought straight A's in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it came to the point that they were like, okay, like, this kid is bringing too much straight A's. Like, he yeah. deserves the game. Yeah. So I would literally wait, like, two, three years for whatever it is that I wanted, which taught me a lesson. It's like, now I am patient, you know, like, with results, you know, like, owning a business, you know, how that translates into that. It's like, you know, you want to see results right away. You, yeah. you want to make money, be profitable right away. It's not going to happen. No. You know, especially with a restaurant, you know, anything, retail, what, any type even, of business, you know? Yeah, it's like, you got to, you got to, like... You got to, like, just be patient with it, you know? And it's like, you know, like, I don't know if you've had this. I'm sure you've had this conversation with parents. It's like, no, no, like, that was done to me, and it's not going to be like that for my, my kid, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, I've, I've heard the way, that. The way I am, man, it's like, if it worked for me, it's going to work for my kid, you know? So guess what? My daughter can bring straight A's. And she may hear this podcast, you know, years from now. And <laughs> I hope my daughter hears it too, man. And she'll know, like, you know what? Like, it doesn't matter. Like, you'll get your reward when it's time for you to get the reward, yeah. you know? I mean, and, and I think there's nothing wrong with that. I think, yeah. like, there's nothing rewarding <laughs> your child. Um, a hug and a kiss, man. That's as <laughs> that's, that's rewarding as it's going to get. I didn't bring straight A's at all, everybody. <clears throat> I, I brought in, like, CDs, B's. Maybe an F. <laughs> but hey, whatever. You know, like, I was just a lazy kid in high school. I'll, I'll say I was straight lazy and all I cared about was sports. But, you know, when I did good things, I didn't, I didn't have all the systems. And, you know, I look at it now, right? Like, as, as an adult, as a person, once I started making money and, and working hard, I was able to give myself those things. Right. So it also, not getting rewarded from my mother... Um, obviously, it was tough too, right? Um, for her to reward us anything. Right. Um, but not being rewarded from her only made me work harder and be able to reward myself with right. things. Yeah, definitely. But I also didn't take it like out of out of like I didn't do it a crazy way, right? Like I didn't spend all my money on the like ten thousand kicks, mm-hmm. or or I didn't get three different systems, or I I you know. Didn't get five flat screen TVs. Like, I was like, all right, let's be, you know, you could reward yourself here and there. Yeah. And I kind of, that's the same thing I want to hopefully bring to my daughter. Like, like I reward her little things here and there because, you know, if she's if she was good with her mom all week in, uh, at her house or, you know, she had a good day at school and a good day at her mom's and, you know, I have her. Like, I'll reward her with little things too. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, you know, it may not be a gift because I think it's part of, of, you know, I've had this conversation with my friend Vin uh, who was on episode one unconditional love right there's different yeah. ways to show it and give it it doesn't always have to be a gift nope um i like to take my daughter off for bike rides and for man. me that's that's her like <laughs> yeah like you know what you know her what reward. you did all this this is your reward let's go to the park yeah, let's yeah. go spend a couple of hours grab ice cream and and we're hanging time we're hanging out yeah man that to me is her reward it doesn't always have to be physical it doesn't have to be you know a gift box it's there's different ways to approach a child in a different manner, like just loving them and showing the appreciation and whatnot. And, you know, just putting it out there. That's, that's the way, you know, take I, them to the park. I commend you, man. Have, Kid, have fun with them. Kids need more physical activity, man. And that's the thing, you know, I'm not going to, because you were a great, you did, you were a great girl. All, like you, you were a good girl all week. You know, I'm not going to buy you an iPad. No, <laughs> yeah. like she has one, but right. 
you know, she, to be honest with you. I mean, we're in a day she, and age now. No, like, no, you I need know. an iPad. You need a computer. But what I'm it's saying is, like, she definitely has one. But it's not going to be like, okay, I'm going to reward you. Ten like two hours of you being on your iPad. Yeah. No, let's go out and do something. Mm-hmm. You know, let's go to the the new mall. We can take you out here and go on those little roller coasters or the water park. You know, like it, it's more that I think that's rewarding for kids, and I think it'll show them maybe appreciation later on. I don't know. <laughs> we'll but, find out. <laughs> yeah. What? What? Um. Let's move along here. So let's see. What? What's the best advice you have ever received? Ah. <sighs> I had a tough time thinking about this, man. I've been given a lot of advice in life. That's that's what it You've is. You've been given a lot. I've been given a lot of advice, man. I my my to be honest with you, like, um, a lot of my friends are older, um, you know, they're early forties, mid forties. That's awesome. And and the advice they give me is always like, the the warning talk, you know the. You know, like when you're growing up and someone tells you, don't buy a car, like a brand new car, yeah. right? And you're like, Psh, nah, yeah, I got, whatever, I, I'm buy it. I, whatever, I'm yeah. gonna buy it, I got the money. And it's like, as soon as you pull off the lot, it's like, you just lost, like, depreciated like a ton, right? So it's like, these people, all the advice that was given to me is like, you know, whether it was marital, whether it was career driven, whether it was, you know, starting the business or, or potential pitfalls that I could have come across these all it's all i'm the type of individual that like i'll take that advice and i will act based on that advice like if you tell me not to take the left door i'm not going through the left door i'm gonna go through the right door and that's just kind of like that's why for me when i saw this question i was like how do i really like what advice stands out and i think it's all of it you know i think as people we need to as individuals we just need to be more uh welcoming to advice because you know what People aren't giving us advice because they're envious or because they want us to see us fail. It's just they probably they've made been a mistake. It. Oh, yeah, they've been they've through They've been it. through yeah. it. And they want to they want something better for us. If you're yeah. hanging out with the right people. Of course. You know? And I think that's my answer to that. No, that's great. <laughs> and bro, honestly, like I, I agree. Like I think I think we don't receive advice from people whether it's friends or even even people at work right not that they're like your close friends but there's people that are older that's when you were like oh your friends are older i was gonna say like that's that's awesome you know having older friends Mm -hmm. is is a is a is a good thing to have because more or less they've gone through things that we haven't gone through um i have friends both older my age younger right um one of my younger friends I feel like a lot of the times I give him advice is because I've gone through it already. Mm-hmm. I've been there and I've done that. Mind you, it's only been maybe, it's maybe like a four-year difference. But still, that four years of learning that I did, like, before he did, right? Or, mm-hmm. or my situations, like, I was able to explain to him and talk to him. And it's like, I'm just giving you advice that I would want, I wish I could have given to myself when I was your age. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think, And I think when older or just friends in general give advice like that it comes genuinely from your heart it's not like yeah it's not it's nothing evil about it right you know but not yet that that's that's a that's always a plus older people <laughs> yeah, yeah i love talking to older people too like <laughs> like old like 70s 60s yeah man. they have so much wisdom so much, and they tell you so many things and, you, so and much. they put so much in your perspective too and you're like oh and then you think about that yeah yeah <laughs> um you know what 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 would you say 
you know, since I, since you, have, you, you receive all that advice, what's the toughest lesson that you've learned that nobody gave you advice on? <laughs> or maybe they gave you advice and you just was like, nah, I took that right door instead of the left. Um, the toughest lesson I learned is um, love your parents, man. Like, like you know, like we grow up and we tend to kind of like just like preference our friends and just life. And it's you can't blame yourself for it, you know. But me, I lost my father at early age. I lost my father when I was 19. But um, what I learned from that and what was the toughest lesson from that situation was that you know, there were certain things that I regretted because I never maximized the time because either I was playing sports, you know, I was heavily involved with football or I was dating a girl and, work, you know, work, work, whatever. And it's like, you know, you you think your parents are going to be with you forever, you know, and it's like they're not. Yeah. So when I when that was my toughest lesson to, you know, to be honest, and then I maximized my mother after that. You know, so when my mother passed this year, earlier this year, like, it was like everything my mom would have wanted or ever asked of me, it was done, you know? So no regrets, just great memories, you yeah. know? Yeah. Nah, yeah, I love that. You know, family, family's always first. And I think I'm glad, you know, in the sense of that you learned that lesson through a loss because you being a father... Uh, you know, and having your own family, I think I think it's important in the sense of like it's gonna show you and tell you, or or now it's like instilled, right? You're like, nah, I want to spend my fam time with my family, right? Right? Because you wanted to spend it with your mom and your dad, um, and obviously, you know, now it's your turn to do it reverse, right? Reverse. Now you're doing it to your daughter, and right. it's something that you can teach your daughter for when she has her own family. I know we don't like to think that far ahead, yeah, but. Um, <clears throat> it's tough to think that far ahead, dude. <laughs> but it's something that I think is so powerful and yeah. can lead to, you know, God willing, generations to generations in your own family, like where family is first. Right. And, um, you know, cherish all those precious times that you spend, whether it's fighting, having fun, beach, lake, pool, going to the mall, whatever. Mm -hmm. Really cherish that those moments because, uh, yeah, tomorrow's not promised. You know, the next minute, we don't know. You know, I could walk out and something, God forbid, happens to me. Um, so always living in the present with your family and even close friends is, is definitely one of the top lessons anybody can learn in life. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, yeah. I mean, uh, so what, so what, what would you say? I mean, this is all great stuff, bro. Like, on your journey right now, right? What, like, briefly tell me a little bit about the journey and what you've learned on this journey, right? Yeah, so, um, you know, what, what I've learned is that everything has, you know, happened. Everything that's happened in my life has happened for a reason. And um, I'm, there's an ultimate purpose that I serve in, in this world, you know. Uh, only it's God's plan, you know. So um, I've learned that, you know, as people, we should learn to be resourceful, you know. Um, you know. <clears throat> I'll just give you an example. Like, I can go to school and get an MBA if I want to. I mean, would it be hard? Yes, because I'm already spread thin. But why do that to myself when I can tap into a friend of mine who's got an MBA, mm. who's already went through that, 
and utilize him as a resource, him or her as yeah. a resource, and build together. Right. You know, so what this journey has taught me is, you know, especially like having a business with a partner, you know, with Manny. It's like, I wouldn't be able to do this business if I didn't have him. Right. And I know he feels the same. You know, so it's like, we got to just, you're in it, you got to do it together yeah. to, to, to really, don't be a solo artist out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know? That, I think that's a big thing. That's a good, you know, solo artist. A lot of people try to do things on their own. Yeah, and it's like, why? Why do you want to reinvent the wheel? Yeah. You know? Wait. Like, I try to give people advice on financials, right? Because, actually, I didn't even tap into this. But before, when I graduated from my engineering degree, I ended up um, getting a, a service engineering job uh, with a generator company. And then something happened that I just, like, I think I lost, I didn't lose my way. Yeah. It was just I lost the passion. And um, I always had a, this passion for the markets. Like, I've always, you know, but you don't go to Memorial High School and ask a guy in his counselor, no. I want to be a stockbroker. And yeah, it's like, I oh, mean, yeah, go here and do this and do that. Yeah. It was never really that easy. It was like, okay, well, I guess I'll just be an engineer, you know? So I ended up, like, trading uh, on Wall Street for about a year uh, for a private equity company. And uh, literally, like, the best experience I ever had. Oh, that's dope. Because it's like, I met people that just thinking at a higher level you know and um i ended up leaving that job just because it was great and all but it was definitely stressful and i, I didn't want to just completely abandon my engineering degree um but everything i learned from that experience is like i bring it on to my life now so like i do my own portfolio management i give advice i'm even managing one of my boys accounts right now and he he's making money you know and it's like I try to give advice to people like on how to invest your money, how to be smart with your money, what, how to, you know, the name of the game is to like maximize your taxable income, mm. you know? Mm. And these are conversations that you could have a whole podcast about. This. Yeah, no, we will. We will. That's <laughs> you know? something I definitely, why, me, myself, I want to hear and learn. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure a lot of people out there are going to want to learn. And you know, but, but uh, it's it just a, tap on it it's like um you know we just taking in all, all that in and and knowing what to do with it and not reinventing the wheel says a, a a lot about a person you know because when you reinvent the wheel you're just wasting time mm. time is the most valuable asset we have mm -hmm. it's not money it's not gold mm -mm. it's time yeah yeah i like that it's funny when you when you brought that that whole up the whole thing of like right now, um, using other people's for their skills pretty much. Yeah. Back in the day, right? I'm sure um, there was one guy who was. I mean, I'm thinking about old old days, right? But there was maybe one guy who was. Oh my gosh, I can't even explain this on my. But like, he was probably like the best. I don't know, construction person. Right. Right? And instead of going to construction or school or learning construction, you know, let's say I did, um, I don't know. Administrative Administrative work. work. But combining and saying, hey, and speaking to a construction worker, hey, how can I, like, finding ways to how use can we that help person, each other? Yeah. you know, to do what you would want to do and vice versa is key. I'm sure that's what it, it used to be back in the day, too, you know? Yeah. Um, it wasn't competition. It was just straight... You know, just doing things for a purpose of how can we 
help each other help each other out right um, yeah also, i mean look at one of the greatest minds of of our time you know steve jobs you know he wasn't a tech guy yeah he was just a jazzer you know he knew how to convince people to work with him and how to basically like optimize an individual's performance you know mm-hmm. like so he grabbed you know steve uh, wozniak and he basically okay what are you good at oh you're good at uh, programming all right great i have an idea let's yeah. do this yeah um and boom you know they created something that's like has changed the world you know and he's just one you know bill gates others you know there's a lot yeah so um it, it's at the end of the day i think the most successful people know how to utilize their resources yeah i think it's important utilizing resources yeah just as a whole in any career anywhere you're at right life just you, utilize your resources correct and and hopefully you'll you know you'll find your way and or be successful in whatever it is that you want to do. Right. Um, if you can go back in time and tell your eighteen year old self one thing, what would it be? <laughs> uh, I love this question. Don't be a quarterback. <laughs> you know. Don't. Um, be, don't yeah, man. If I could go back in time, you know, I think that one thing. What would it be? <laughs> After all the things you learned on your journey, what's that one thing you think? <laughs> That's, it's tough. I, no, I, no, it I, is tough. I, it's a tough um, question. I wouldn't, but it's fun question. I say live your life, man. Continue to, you know, you're you're gonna you're gonna go down the right path. You know, like I ha- I can't say that I regret anything because even my greatest regret is my greatest accomplishment. You know, and it's like, which is what? Know, what's that? Which is where I'm at today. All right, you know, good, thanks good. to that, yeah. thanks to the things I've done in life, is has brought me to where I am today. You know, yeah. sitting in this chair having a conversation with you. You know, um, but yeah, that quarterback thing's for real though. <laughs> you know, I would have been like a back, and I wouldn't hit the, I wouldn't have hit the weight room as hard. I would have just focused on running and and working on my legs. So yeah. for any young athletes out there, all you need for college is speed. One hundred percent. You definitely need speed. Speed. And if you want to be a quarterback, you at least six five, or <laughs> yeah, six feet. Six feet and above. Six feet and above. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, it's, <laughs> that's that's a. I honestly, uh, to go back in time and and you know if if I can, I haven't asked like myself publicly. I guess on on this platform, what would I do or tell my eighteen year old self? I think is. Probably live less in fear. Hmm. Do things. Um, you held even, back a lot. I uh, I held back on a lot of things. I would say I think for sure. Yeah. But even even through my journey, like now and and putting out episode zero and and just you know starting the podcast, like it was a fear. Yeah. And uh, the day that I put it out had to have been one of the. Top five moments of a high, of a natural high <laughs> that I've ever had, you know, this, yeah. like us, like my daughter's my number one high, yeah, right, yeah. like when she was born. But just putting this podcast out there and finally like giving it its name, like just putting it out there, and all the feedback I received, yeah, literally had me on a high. And um, I think if I went back at eighteen, uh. Or if I was just in high school, is you know don't don't shy away from moments. Don't be scared to try anything. Yeah. Do it all and fail because it happens. Yeah. Everybody fails. So I, I think I, that was my biggest thing <clears throat> is that I was always scared to fail. Um. 
I was always pretty good, I guess, at, at sports and, and always was on a pretty decent team. You know, and even when I first got, like, when I got to Memorial, and, and the winnings weren't the same for me anymore. It was kind of like a shock. Yeah. But it was definitely, like, also a learning experience, you know? Right. Um, another advice that I would give is don't try to dunk in a pep rally. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's <laughs> Um, what's your favorite quote or model? So these are going to be quick, rapid ones. We're going to yeah, try to yeah, finish yeah. this up real all right, quick. All right. so, um, I, had, so, I had trouble with this one too, man. Um, my wife was like, uh, cause I say this a lot, uh, be a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. It's, that's like Batman. It's from Batman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's I usually good. say that a lot cause, um, like people, when you, and I don't know if you had this view of me in the beginning, but people think I'm cocky. Or like, they nah. think, or, or I have a strong in personality. High school, like as a football player, I see. I, I, as a football player, I think you had a cockiness. Yeah. But it wasn't that. That's who you were. It's just that a lot of men, boys, yeah. have a cockiness in sports in high school. Right. They're just already like, nah. Like they sometimes don't even want to listen to coaches tell them shit. Like it's because they're cocky and they think you know. But I never had like the the. I never thought you were cocky. Yeah, so yeah. don't you know? But no, no. So you know, even be, but beyond I can see that. how it's come off. Right, somebody right. Somebody who doesn't know you, like I saw you in my building every day, like in our building, like you lived yeah. on the fifth floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lived on the seventh, and then I lived on the first. Like we would, you know, see each other. What's up? Talk whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, walk from from practice, whatever the case was. Like it, it was a different relationship, so I knew who Felix the Cesario kid was. Yeah. But you know. <laughs> I'm sure people who didn't know who you were, right, would have, right. it would have came off that way. I'm like, hey, I'm sure it's the same way with me. I know a lot of people probably didn't know me, yeah. and probably looked at me as made assumptions as, as, or you know, people right. make assumptions, they judge without yeah, knowing yeah, the person. Yeah. So yeah, judging a book by its cover, like you said before. You know, like, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So that happens a lot. But um, the the real quote would be or or motto is. Uh, in la unidad está la fuerza, man. And I said en it earlier. La está la fuerza. In unity, there's strength. I Ooh. think we need to. I'm gonna we name need to that. Unite. This podcast is gonna be called that. This yeah. Episode. I like that. All right. Yeah, yeah man. La unidad. And um, la unidad está la fuerza. And la unidad. It's actually a, a popular uh, shout out to my uh, my fraternity, Lamb Theta Phi, Lamb Fraternity Incorporated, um, Ada Chapter. Um, you know we're the first um, Latin national fraternity, and uh, that that's kind of their like our general motto yeah. like that's what we're all about oh, you know dope. and unity their strength and together as a union we can overcome anything you know i love that i'm, I'm writing it down because that's going to be the title of this episode <laughs> I love right. it. cool man um what's next for you the spot and your family uh what's next for me um you know, continue to uh, to build a foundation. Um, I, 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 with my personal, you know, career, uh, continue to excel at on that level. Um, continue to build up with Manny. Continue to build our foundation there at the spot, um, guided by him, and um, and my family is, um, you know, maybe like. You know, we're still in the, the in the first child honeymoon phase, yeah. my wife and I. You know, obviously we'd like to conceive uh, and have at least one more. Um, so for us, it's about maximizing that experience. Like we're all about building experiences. Of course, yeah. um, in my family. So I like that. 
my wife is all about you know fall she, she she's a california girl so she moved out here and she loves like the seasons so we capitalize on all That's the seasons dope. all the time so really just live day by day man live the moment be mindful of the moment you know because you could live in the moment but not be mindful of course so it, it takes practice you know to 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 tap that 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 mental strength to be able to do that so i like to think tomorrow you know yeah. because like you said tomorrow is never promised but i'll that's as far as i'll think tomorrow and then obviously with like an idea of what the long-term plan right. is yeah yeah you know um what's the most meaningful contribution contribution uh you've done in general or you've done for west new york or to west new york um I, you know we i think everything we give to west new york whether it's monetary whether it's attending events it's it's always a sacrifice you know because we're a small business you know we're not mcdonald's we're not chipotle we're you know duncan. we're, we're yeah. yeah we're not duncan favorite coffee um you know it's like we're a small business so every contribution is a sacrifice but the contribution is what fulfills that that you know that feeling right mm. it's like when we serve these kids, like we just rolled out a loyalty program at the spot, so now people can come and you you, you gain points based on your visit. You know, like you stamp a card or something like no, that. No, no, it's or actually all we we're going through digital. a digital transformation. Woo! So, so we we I we're trying that. to like we're even to the point now that you could even go on our Instagram, select our website, and it goes straight into our ordering page, and oh, you can order dope. your food right in advance. Dope. So we're trying to. Keep up with digital transformation, but as stay true to ourselves, which is, at the end of the day, I want to be able to one day say, we'll pay a kid's entire first year. Semester a year. At college. You know, the first two semesters will be paid in full by the Spot Mix Grill. You know? We or, gotta link or, up. Part know. of this nonprofit is that that's something I want to do, so yeah, yeah, resources, yeah. we're using each other right now, and we will. No doubt, man. We're I'm all we're all about that. Manny's all about giving back. I'm all about giving back, and that's why I feel like our business partnership is like solid, solid because yeah. of that. Like we, you guys are on the same page. We're on the same, the same page thing. We for want everybody. The same you thing. want things the same things. You will. You want the same thing. Mm -hmm. You guys both want the same thing for everybody. Um, to be able to make it. Yeah. You guys. I mean, even Manny. I, I know Manny since literally Venezuelan. I believe, right? They're Venezuelan. No, no, Manny's Dominican. Dominican? I don't yeah. know why I thought they were Venezuelan. But anyway, they're <laughs> Dominican. But I remember his mom because he was on my Little League team. Okay. And again, hardworking woman from what I remember. Yeah. Showing up awesome and watching lady. us play like um, Little League. Like she would make the games and watch us right. and stuff. So it was cool, you know. Um, but th that's dope. Uh, what will your legacy be? What do you think your legacy will be? Legacy is what you're re what what you're remembered as. You know, it's not a thing. It's not, it's not, um, you know, a value. You know, it's not a dollar sign. It's it's what you'll be remembered as. So, my mo most important legacy is how my daughter is going to view me. You know, um, and or remember me as. You know, and obviously giving her the platform to to be able to make decisions um, that I didn't have, you know, 
you always want the best for your kids. Um, and so my legacy is my family is, is what people will remember me as, you know, your audience, you, and, but more importantly, again, like just like, you know, my offspring, you know, my, my children, you mm. know, my wife, I always want to be there for them. And the legacy is being written right now. Mm. You know, and every 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 step is being it's being recorded. Yeah, I, I love that because uh, for me it's it's very similar too. You know, I, I don't I feel like whatever legacy that I I am pushing for is uh, it, it has to do a lot with time as well, right? How will I be? Rem- uh, there's a song again. I'm gonna mention Andy Mino, but it's like how will I remember? How will I be remembered? Um, I can't finish the whole quote or the, the song. I can't think of it right now. But it's like how will I be remembered after I'm gone? Right. Uh, Kobe Bryant said stuff like that too, and and it's hit me, um, a lot. Like ever since, like just listening to people, different podcasts and stuff. Like, how will I be remembered when I'm gone? Um, you know, through who can my legacy live on through? Yeah. Right now, again, I'm I'm very thankful that my mother is still here, you know, on Earth with us, and right. Um, it's brought me back to that. Like, how can I continue to live her legacy? She didn't have resources like a podcast. I don't think she would have ever done anything like this. Yeah. But just out of the kindness and love that she's shared with people, mm-hmm. that legacy that she's done has somewhat been brought to me. And I've took it to a different level with the podcast. I'm trying to bring it to a different level with the nonprofit organization. Yeah. You know, and I hope that with my this legacy, with the greater life, that one day my daughter, you know, or my future kid, whenever I have a future kid, <laughs> um, they can kind of like continue this legacy and do the same thing for other people. Definitely. Um, you know, within their community and, and whatnot, because that's really, you know, what the whole purpose is for me. I think it's, it's, it's how do you continue to motivate and inspire people even after you're gone? Yeah. You know, a lot of books are written. People read them. People are dead, right? The people, like, obviously people have passed and, yeah. and you're reading their books and you're like, oh, wow, and you get inspired and motivated. How can I do that? Right. Um, and you're definitely doing doing it right now, man, with these podcasts. Like, this, this is going up to the cloud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it'll be there forever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. As long as it's sitting in a server somewhere. It'll be, it'll, I'm never deleting this. I, I hope, I hope when it. I'm like 80 years old, I'm like, I listen back to this and it would be dope to, you know, show my grandkids like, hey man, like check this out. <laughs> Your own grandpa had this, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And listen, uh, just to wrap up, this goes without saying, but you need anything, you know, like resourcefulness. Is, sure, is man. key, man. 100%. So, you know, nonprofit, you know, creating the structure, figuring all that out. You don't need to do it by yourself, you know? Yeah, I appreciate that. I I, I just wanted to ask one more question, and I, I ask this actually to everybody um, that, that comes on the show is, what's one thing that you would like to tell the audience, or what's one thing, one message... Um, for the people that are listening that you would want to have last, I think I, when I had the last, uh, interview, I rephrased it. Um, you know, it was like, what's that one thing you would want to tell the world kind of, you know, but in the same aspect, you know, what's one thing you would like to tell the audience listening today about life, their journey, whatever it is, what's that one thing? Follow, follow your passions, you know, um, whatever that is, you know, whether you want to be a hairstylist, you want to be an accountant, you want to, you know, roll the dice and start a, a startup, um, like, 
you want to do whatever it is that's going to simplify your neighbor's life, you know, is, is, is the way to go, you know, be kind to one another, you know, like there's so much craziness going on in this world right now that who knows like what tomorrow brings, but we're in control of our environment, Mm. you know, and since you're in control of it, make the best of it. And, you know, that's what I would share with the world, man, with your audience. It's, uh, I hope they picked up a lot from this. Um, I think your podcasts are great. I think you touch on a lot of um, greater life, like, messages. And, um, yeah, if, you know, financials, anything like that, you know, there's a abundant of information. And I only wish you the best, man. And uh, I appreciate that, man. Definitely. Yeah. I appreciate keep li- that. And keep listening to this guy, you know. To, yeah, uh, I hope so. <laughs> Please. Keep listening to A Greater Life. Um, you, you, you'll definitely have a greater life just by listening to it. Yeah, I think so. I mean, that's the whole purpose, right? Uh, people just listening to other people who are in similar of age, similar uh, in journey, whatever it is. You know, I think everything, everybody can learn from one another. Uh, everybody goes to something very similar, just at different moments maybe in life. Mm-hmm. And this is what Greater Life Podcast is all about. Uh, so I appreciate you guys tuning in. Felix, Thanks for I appreciate me. you, you uh, coming me. through and, and being a guest. Um, definitely would love to have a second one again, maybe whenever, like, you know, in time, you know. But uh, we'll make it interactive, maybe. We'll yeah. Bring a third, uh, another person, too. Because, yeah, maybe you can have my friend Mitch or, or Manny and, and, and just, you know, talk about Manny's a, a new. Uh, I mean, uh, Mitch is actually another a new parent as well. Okay. So I, I, parenthood soon, is something. Pretty soon, I'm a um, topic, I'm having man. a topic of parenthood, and I'm gonna uh, mainly around fathers. I'm gonna too. have a parenthood from different ages, so couples maybe in the twenties, couples in the thirties, couples that are like in their late thirties, maybe like having their first child. I'm gonna have all those different type of um, experiences because i think it's very different yeah at every every different age Mm -hmm. and uh fatherhood man uh this whole project started off with fatherhood yeah like the idea of fatherhood Yeah, yeah, yeah uh so i definitely will be speaking to fathers uh and just giving maybe ideas or things that that they can help like we like we can help each other out um Real quick, I don't know if, if, if you guys are still tuned in and still listening. I know we had said we were kind of mm-hmm. like cutting it out. But uh, just to add, any fathers out there that are listening to this, uh, reach out to me via DM. If you have my number, text me. Uh, my email, I believe, is on my IG page as well. Um, What's the IG I, page? The IG page is a greater life 11. Um, or mine personal is, uh, I believe it's Ivan underscore A27. But uh, reach out to it just uh, in the sense of eventually I would love to have a little gathering of fathers where we can just talk about the things that we go through as fatherhood in fatherhood in relationships. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because I think it's something that's needed in this world. Yeah. Um, Especially with divorce rates. I've heard divorce rates have gone down, which is a good thing. Um, Not sure if I'm right or wrong. Um, If you guys want to. Look that up, <laughs> look it up, and, let, and then let me know if I was wrong or not. But I've heard, I feel like I've heard that it's gone down, which is a good thing. And I think that 
all fathers together, like you said, in unity as one, I think mm-hmm. we can really help each other get through certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, any fathers listening uh, to this podcast, man, definitely yeah, if you're down, in. if you're tune down to, to do something like that, hit me up. Um, go follow. What's your IG handle? Go ahead. Oh, at the spot underscore mixed grill. Come check us out. Two locations, either West New York or Union City. You find us on uh, Google, Yelp, Instagram, Facebook. Um, what else? I mean, the yellow pages. Nah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, just like we're we're there. Just look us up in the internet. That's what's up. All right, man. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. I hope everyone has a wonderful day, a good week, and weekend. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace.